Welcome to the Brown Vegan Podcast, your source for starting a simple, delicious, and long-term vegan life. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes for weekly tips and inspiring conversations with other vegans. Now, here's your host, Monique Koch. Hey, I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. This is episode 26, and I'm here with another conversation for you. I actually have Kawani Brown on the show, and I just really, really love connecting with her. We actually met probably about three or four years ago online, and like, you know, like everybody (laughs) on the podcast, I met her online. She was um, another one of the first bloggers that I reached out to, and we just had a great time connecting. And she shares some of her experiences, of course, in this episode. She's been on a vegan journey for a while now. She was actually inspired by her children. There was so much inspiration from her children in this episode, as you'll see, of why she got started. We're going to talk about her experiences with getting her kids on board with this journey with her and and starting them with a vegan lifestyle since birth, how she was able to get her husband to come along, because I know that's a hot topic for a lot of people of how to get your spouse to come along on your vegan journey. And we also talked about how it's like levels to this vegan lifestyle. Like you don't have to start off by eating all raw if you don't want to. You can have your journey be as familiar as possible for you to get started. And then you can make some transitions and make improvements as you go along and how much of a process it is. So I think that was a great conversation. And I'm so glad she was on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Kawani Brown. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So I love to talk about the story. Like I told you, it's so important to share the story because I really think it helps people move forward in their own journeys when they have some type of, I guess, reference and they can see how other people do their journey and some of the struggles and all of the good stuff as well. So can you tell me when you became a vegan and why you decided to become one? Yeah, I, um, I was vegetarian for a very long time. Uh, when I was 16, I went vegetarian, and then when I was pregnant with my daughter, which was about seven, eight years ago, um, I started leaning more toward vegan. I had been vegan off and on before then. I'd been high raw vegan um, off and on, but then once I had my daughter and I was nursing her, and um, paid more attention to like, you know, lactation of the animals and how the mothers were treated. It's something I've always known. And I always sort of um, knew that dairy was not good for our bodies and also that the dairy industry was quite horrific. But I never faced it as much as I did until my daughter was born. And so when she was born, uh, I became vegan. So you, so you basically just made that connection because it related to your, your own life, you know, feeding your baby. And you're like, wait, this is kind of something's kind of back. And it was always something like I say that was in my head, but I didn't really connect until, um, I was a mother myself. And then I was like, okay, this is not right. This is not only bad for my body, bad for her body, but it's also just not right. So yeah, from then on, it was like, you know, vegan all the way. Well, so your daughter is how old now? She will be five next month. Five. So it's been about five years for you. Or it's, I guess a little longer than that then, huh? A little, well, it was kind of not the commitment wasn't there until she was born. So five years and then, you know, there was no going back at that point. Right. You made the connection. So it sounds like it was a an ethical decision to start your vegan lifestyle. 
Yes, it was more ethical. That's what started me on the vegetarian lifestyle, and then that's what solidified uh, the vegan lifestyle for me. Yeah. I even before I was vegan, I did not um, sort of advertise or put out their vegetarian recipes or talk about vegetarianism. I still more talked about veganism because I just always knew that it was not right. But it was definitely um, ethical reasons that solidified it. Both of my children, all their life, they've been vegan, which I think is great. I mean, I think, I, who knows, but I think I would have loved to grow up that way and have that be my lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, again, I don't know because I didn't. But what a, to me, what a wonderful way to start. Um, so we'll see. You know, I'm very interested to see how the children take to it and grasp to it because you know, we live in a world who's uh, mostly not vegan, but that's all they know. That's one of the things for myself. I wish that I knew what I know now when I was a little younger and had my children. But, mm. you know, it's kind of like, well, I know now, so I can't think about yeah. that. But the fact that you, you knew that before your children were even here, it's just like incredible to me. Because even if they decide when they grow up that maybe this isn't for them, at least you did the best mm. you can to set the, like, the most solid foundation possible for them. Yeah, they have that start and it won't be foreign. You know, it won't be um, something brand new or different. They'll be always be able to come back to it if they, for some reason, you know, go. Absolutely. Just like, you know, a lot of us grew up eating burgers and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then we, so that's what all we knew is the same mm -hmm. thing for them. They grew up eating chickpeas and that's all they yeah, know. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> you know, there's nothing different. Strange or different there. Exactly. So how does it feel? Because I know your daughter is, you said she's turning five. She's mm -hmm. like, okay. Um, do you guys have that type of conversation yet? As far as like um, why you decided to stay away from um, dairy and meat and things like that? Or is it just kind of just so natural at this point that you haven't even thought about it yet? It's just now started, which is so interesting to me because up until about four, it was like a non-factor. Um we never said, oh, you know, we're vegan. We only eat this vegan. We only, and we're organic vegan. So we eat mostly organic, but we just use those words a lot. And when we're shopping, we check things. Oh, is this vegan? Is this organic? Um, you know, when we're out eating with family, we just have had that conversation. And I hadn't heard her sort of talk about it or ask why or anything up until I would say maybe the past six months. She's really been talking about it and saying, oh, we don't eat animals, that's not very nice. If she sees, um, you know, commercial or if we're out and other people are, um, then she'll just say that's not sort of to me, you know, under her breath. She's not very like, oh, that's horrible to them. But she'll just say, oh, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> if there's something she wants, she'll say, is that vegan or is that organic? She'll ask me or she'll ask the person if they offer her something. I love uh, it. I could see yeah, her little now, face saying that. Like, I just pictured her saying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been so interesting for me to see because up till now, you know, I didn't have a reference for how that would be for her when she starts to realize. And, um, you know, it's been great because now we talk more about it. And she's real. I think she's really awesome about it. Again, it's not, you know, uh, she doesn't do a song and dance about it, but she talks about it and makes sure it's okay and then just sort of says, you know, why we don't. And so it's been it's been great, like, the past six months kind of talking about her more um, about it and why our lifestyle is the way it is. Yeah. Wow. Is there any – it sounds like she is just really, really proud 
to be mm-hmm. a part of this. And um, she's honored. It's so interesting how kids are because I think a lot of times with adults, we get so set in our ways and we're so used to things being a certain way that we don't, we have a harder time making changes, of course, than children do. So I'm so excited to hear about your daughter and your son. You know, kids can make these huge decisions so mm-hmm. young and it just sets them up for some really good um, good a good foundation as far as for their future for their health for the animals it's just amazing so how old is your son i know he's a little guy yeah he actually will be two they're both uh, birthdays are in march so he'll be two next month as well oh days do you still do cake or how do you celebrate that we do we do cake when they're i think uh, my daughter, I'm not sure when we first did an actual cake, but we always do something special. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, like, you know, that they can eat. At one year old, I don't believe we did cake. We probably did, like, a fruit or a parfait or something like that. Um, but we do do a cake now for my daughter. She looks forward to the cake. We do a cake, <laughs> a vegan cake. I usually make it um, because we have bought, like, for my husband's birthday, we have bought cakes before. But I'm very particular about ingredients and not everything vegan is healthy. And I like to keep things more on the healthier side. So we usually make a cake. And my family, they knows, you know, they know um, we're vegan. They're fine with it. They're okay with that. And if we have people over, like for the kids' birthdays and things, they know we don't allow any um, animal products in our home. And they're, they've been wonderful. Very, very supportive. Um, and it may be because, you know, I had been vegetarian for so long that this is the vegan side is just, you know, steps away from that. But they're uh, they embrace that. So they only bring, you know, for my children, only vegan products, only organic products. Um, they're really, really wonderful that way. Oh, wow. That is amazing. You're really blessed for that. Cause I know I hear okay. sometimes I hear, yeah, I hear the opposite sometimes. So the family, I mean, family support is, uh, huge. And, um, I'm so grateful that especially my in-laws with my children, they've learned the whole organic thing, what to look on, um, products, how to pick out non-vegan ingredients. Um, and they will not, you know, sometimes people are afraid for their children to go to a family member's house or something because they think they're going to get, you know, animal products. But I'm always very secure. I know that my children are in good hands. So it's not a problem up until now. Wow, that is good. Mm -hmm. I know that you just mentioned, um, a few times you've mentioned that you are mostly organic. Um, what, what drove you in that direction? That was the children, too. I mean, these children, <laughs> they really, really change your life. And it was more of the health aspect of it, more of the, uh, you know, what's good for the earth, what's good for our bodies, trying to keep toxins out, trying to keep chemicals out, and wanting to show my children from the very, very beginning, um, you know, how to stay healthy and how to keep the earth healthy. And so we just leaned more towards organic products. It's, you know, obviously a more expensive route. It's a little bit more difficult because some things it's hard to find organic, but it's like really, really important. And I drive that home to my daughter too. Um, you know, keeping the GMOs out, keeping the chemicals out, how important it is. Them again, it's just been you know, trying to keep things as natural and as healthy as possible. That's awesome. So you did mention, because that was going to be my next question, how do you keep mm-hmm. it affordable for a family of four to 
uh, maintain? Because I'm sure you you're not organic in just food. You're probably organic in cotton and everything else that you do, right? So how yeah. do you keep that affordable in your cleaning supplies if you don't make them? So how do you keep mm-hmm. that affordable for your family? I do make a, most of our cleaning stuff is like baking soda and essential oil. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 90% of it for us. Um, we, you know, keep it very simple with body products. Coconut oil, we use it to cook. We use it for our hair. We use it for our bodies. Um, it's magic. We don't, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I'm like, coconut milk is, or coconut Oil is crazy. I mean, yeah. my daughter knows for everything. Of course, great. Get the coconut oil. You know what? Dry skin, get the coconut oil. For our hair, get the coconut oil. It's for everything. So we keep it simple with our body products. Um, you know, oil only, oils that we cook with and oils that we can put on our body and our hair. Uh, now for food, sometimes, I mean, you know, I try and buy uh, all organic produce. And when I'm purchasing things and I see that the conventional is like half price of the organic, I want to cry. But um, I know that by me buying it, it'll make it even more mainstream. And then one day, maybe the organic will just be, uh, you know, regular. And then you'll have to seek out the ones that are modified and things. Oh, but I love also, that Yeah, I know I'm voting with my dollar. You are. I um, love that perspective because for me, yeah. um, and I always tell people this too, and I still believe this for myself because I never want anybody to not um, go vegan because they feel like it has to be organic. So that's, mm-hmm. even though I eat a, a lot of organic, I try not to really mention it too much because I never want to yeah. make anybody feel like it's priced yeah. out. They can't afford it. So it's like, I'd rather just go vegan and then you can figure that out later if you can. Yeah, you but, can. <laughs> <laughs> so I rarely mention it, but I really, really love that perspective. I'm so glad you said that. Cause see, this is, mm-hmm. I told you, this is why I do this. Cause I'm learning so much from people, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is why I do this podcast. Talk about it. Yeah. Because I think that's really, really important. You know, you have to look at it as you're voting with your dollars and you have to look at it as a lot of times we say we can't afford things. And it's just that it's not that we can't afford it. We just probably feel like we don't have, we probably don't have enough education about why we're doing it. So that's why we don't do it. We don't understand why it's so important, but that is so true. The more you spend money on those, the more it's accessible for everyone else. Yeah. It makes it more mainstream. And um, also, I mean, I look at it as our healthcare too. So would I rather spend the money now on organic food or do I want to spend it later in the hospital? Mm. And so for us, I mean, you know, the kids are rarely sick. I can't tell you the last time we've had to go to the doctor for something. If we do, it's something very, very serious. And I don't want them to, you know, later on in life, I want to set them up for healthy lifestyles. And so do I spend the money now or do we spend the money later? We spend the money now. I love it. So I know you mentioned um, a few seconds ago, you were talking about how everything that is not, everything that's vegan is not healthy. <laughs> and we know that. So how do you do as far as sweets and things like that? How do you handle that since you like to lean more on the healthier side? Yes, a lot of high raw and we do a lot of our own baking too. And I like to use coconut sugar or maple syrup and I use a lot less than, you know, a recipe would call for or someone else would use just so that they don't and we don't get used to that ovary, over sugar kind of taste you get with uh, mainstream and store-bought items. Mm-hmm. And we do eat sweets. I mean, we love sweets around here, but a lot of times they'll say, oh, let's make cookies. So we'll do a raw cookie in the food processor. Um, you know, my kids can eat as many dates as they want to. I don't care. We use maple syrup a lot, pure maple syrup. 
Um, so we love sweets, love, love, love them, but we have a more natural sweet, ones that our bodies are used to. We don't use any white sugar at all um, or any, uh, I think they call it like raw sugar. We don't use any of that. So I don't mind them having sweets at all. I don't really limit it. I don't limit a lot of things around here. Like whatever you want to eat, eat it. Because stuff in our house is stuff that I don't mind them having, you know, all day long. So we do do sweets. But like you said, it's more on the raw spectrum. If you bake, it's with coconut sugar and it's a lot less sweetened. So I'm like, hey, whatever, eat how much ever you want, you know. And I talk to my daughter now that she is old enough about white sugar and about sweets that aren't good for us. So, you know, she can kind of make the connection there. What's it? I love sweets. She loves sweets. She'll tell you she loves sweets. But, um, you know, what's the difference between me eating a cup full of dates versus a cup full of, you know, mainstream caramels or a cup full of mainstream sugar? Mm-hmm. So we talk about it, too. But, yeah, we love sweets around here. We just make sure it's kind of um, better sweet. Yeah, yeah. healthy. By the way, because I love raw desserts, what's the base for those cookies that you make? I know you use dates, but do you use mm-hmm. what what nuts do you use? Or most of the time, it's a walnut or an almond. Uh-huh. But we also use a lot of oat groats and um, coconut flour. Mm-hmm. So sometimes to keep, uh, you know, if you don't want a high nut content, we'll go towards coconut or something. But mostly it's almonds or walnuts or coconut. I guess sometimes I go back and forth on this because for me, um, I always want to make vegan life as familiar as possible for people because I feel like that's the easiest transition. I'm always trying to like reach the everyday family, just like, oh, you ain't doing this. So I go, I, I battle with myself all the time because I'm like, well, I know that I can probably tell them a healthier way to do this. But the fact that they're baking and they are, they're already not using eggs, they're already doing things that are so different from the mm-hmm. way they're doing it. If I completely say, okay, go eat this raw dessert, it's then really it's not the same for a family. Right. So I go back and forth about this all the time because even though I enjoy those things, I know it's a process. I didn't just, you know, start off that way. Do you think that most of us kind of, you know, we do this in stages. You don't think that most of us just yeah. do raw vegan, do you? Or do you think it's kind no. of like, yeah. And I, I like what you said, like how you, um, you just want to get them into the vegan and eating the things and then they can kind of see, oh, this is familiar to me. Um, it's not completely out of sorts. So that's good. And if you're, I think how you're doing, if you're dealing with people who the vegan lifestyle is new to, maybe they've never been a vegetarian before. Some people don't even eat fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. That's going to really be a shock, palate into their senses. A raw cookie for them is they're going to look at you like, what are you doing here? (laughs) I can't eat this every day. You know, it's just not going to work. But, um, you know, for my family and stuff, that kind of works. But then I also, we do the baked goods and things too, because when they go out into the world, my children, with other people, they're not going to, you know, most likely there's not going to be a plate of raw cookies in the, you know, their friend's li- uh, table or something like that. So I want more familiar things with the baked goods, too. And like you're saying, when you're trying to teach people to go that way, I think it's good to keep things familiar. Because yeah. otherwise it's too shocking. It's too daunting, you know? Yeah, and it truly is a process um, because... You know, sometimes it's hard to even wrap your head around the fact that you're cooking without, you know, meat and mm-hmm. and uh, dairy and stuff like that. That alone is just like, oh, my gosh. So I just always have this feeling of I have to make it so simple and just the mm-hmm. most 
a way to start. Yeah. I probably got the answer from earlier, but your husband, um, I guess because he was probably used to you being a vegetarian for that whole time. So he probably didn't think anything of it. How is it as far as how he eats? Is he a vegan as well? He is. He went vegetarian. He tried vegetarian before we met. And then once we were together, he went uh, full vegetarian. And then vegan has been, I would say, maybe the last couple of years he didn't go immediately vegan when my daughter was born like I did and so it's been the last couple of years and his commitment to it has kind of grown before it was like okay this is what we're doing now I think and sort of because I asked you know in our home please no more dairy products no more you know eggs I don't want the children to think that's normal and okay um and he was okay with that but on his own he would eat more vegetarian but for the past couple of years, his commitment has been uh, to vegan has been more solidified. Yeah. And he's now more outspoken about it. And he sees the um, health benefits and also, you know, uh, the ethical part of it as well. And so he's, you know, very quick to share with other people his journey, which I think is good because he was more um, more mainstream than I was. And so it's nice sometimes for people to hear when you come from that kind of a diet into vegan um, and not that it was always sort of on your radar, you know, uh, so he can share his journey. But he has been committed to vegan now for about the past couple of years. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I seem like it's just because you just set this like this nice, um, loving, compassionate I guess, um, from example, you know, he saw what you were doing and you probably just, cause I could just tell from your nature, just listening to you and talking oh. to you <laughs> that you're probably just like really sweet about it. Really like, Oh, okay, just try this, you know, really loving. So he just went along with it opposed to making him feel like he had to do it, you know? So right. I just, right. oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I love think it. that always works uh, best with everyone. I'm not someone who will, you know, scream, you have to be, go vegan now. This is, you're killing the earth. You're killing animals. You know, you're killing yourself. I tell them in other ways. I tell them with my lifestyle first. Um, you know, when people see how you live and see uh, how your life is going, how happy you are, how healthy you are, they sort of start asking questions. And then from there, I share, you know, I always share with people. I don't, you know, tell them this is the way it has to be or anything like that. I take a more kind of laid back, backseat approach to it um, than an in-your-face vegan approach to things. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect way to do it. Because, I mean, we know this as for anything in life. If you have to preach to me about it, then it probably isn't that great. <laughs> right, right. If you're like, why is she always yelling about this to me? <laughs> um, yeah, so just show people with your lifestyle. And then they'll kind of gravitate towards you and gravitate towards it, I think. Yeah, that's excellent advice. What other advice do you have for families that are just getting started and they really want to get everybody on board or um, people who just kind of want to just tiptoe into the lifestyle a little bit. Yeah, I say, uh, you know, start tiptoeing in, go to a restaurant, um, then maybe try some products, try different, different things, just incorporate more fruits and vegetables into your life, add some smoothies in, get used to that being more of your diet than uh, more of dairy and meat based. And it's okay to, you don't have to go 100% and then stay 100% uh, vegan for the rest of your life. If you want to jump in, jump in. But if you want to do, you know, maybe a meal a day, 
a couple meals a week, something like that. Get, you know, slowly integrate your life. Show your family. Um, maybe say, oh, let's have a, a big vegan family meal and everyone does a new dish and bring something and make it exciting. Um, I would love if everyone jumped in 100% tomorrow. That would be beautiful and amazing, mm -hmm. but it's not realistic. And so I think for people to tell them, it's okay, you can start slow. Start, you know, doing some things here and there. Don't feel like you have to be perfect. Uh, don't beat yourself up if you have some animal products and, you know, your intent was to become 100% vegan. Start slow and get your, because it's a whole lifestyle change. And that's a huge thing for someone who's not um, used to it, to change their whole life. You can change everything, the way you shop the way you purchase, uh, you know, everything is going to change. So it's okay to start slow, I would say. I love that. So, so true. And I think the gradual changes are what probably keeps people on the journey longer, opposed to someone feeling like they have to do everything overnight. They get yeah. overwhelmed and then they quit, you know? So yeah, I love that. Thank you so, so much for being on. You have such a beautiful spirit. And I'm so glad that we've got to, we've finally been able to connect in person, Yay! I guess. Wow, <laughs> this has been awesome. Now I want more of your time. I want to talk to you more. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm telling you, I told you this podcast is selfish for me, okay? Because I love that I can, <laughs> I love that <laughs> I get to connect with so many vegans um, that I would have, like I said, never get to see or connect with. And we just sort of been just floating on the, the blogosphere or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thank you again so, so much for being on. And I can't wait till we need to connect more outside of this. This will be oh, awesome. Most definitely. I look forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Brown Vegan Podcast. Visit brownveganpodcast.com to get the resources mentioned in this episode. While you're there, join the Brown Vegan VIP list for a weekly newsletter and free vegan classes.